prostitution, the world's oldest profession. Illegal in most places in the world, and, like all things related to sex, a taboo subject we rarely discuss. But, in the rural counties of Nevada, where the West is still wild, pay for play is legal. My name is Jim, and for the last 20 years I've been a customer of the legal brothel system in Nevada. From its lavish high-end resort properties, to its small shacks in the middle of nowhere, from its connections to other arms of the sex industry, to the secrets it keeps from the public. I've seen it all, done most of it, and now I'm going to share it all with you. Join my friend Larry and I as we take you Behind the Red Light. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Behind the Red Light, your cleanest sex show on the internet. Hopefully, still at the end of this episode, we still are, because I have no idea where this is going to go. Yeah, nope. This is... <laughs> you can just hear uh, hear the cackles from Jim, our subject matter expert on the scenario. I just want to mention that you're the one that brought up this idea for I, a topic, so I, I don't want to hear it. I did. You know, it's like, hey, why don't we jump over the bridge, you know, much like Evil Knievel did, and then you realize you're on the motorcycle going, what the hell did I just decide to do? Well, let's be honest. We've spent the last number of episodes informing rather than entertaining i think yes we uh, and, and so we needed to take a break from all of that falderall yes beforehand i i i, I threw my my uh, i had my hat in hand and threw it down and i was like jim buddy uh it's me larry the lead button pusher yes and you're like yes that's exactly who you are Indeed. and i was like this is how i decided to introduce myself to the audience <laughs> in this show <laughs> yeah we, we need a break we yeah. need yeah we need to take a time out we yes. need to get our, our our head above water for a little bit we need to gasp some air we need to like not get as as dense because the last few episodes we've done have been pretty dense they and have heavy on... and they yeah they have they've been very very tight and filled with information but this this episode is really a story and a lot of fun and just giggling and you know it's it's a lot lighter. Well, there 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 are a couple of questions that I have for you because based on on where this lies, this is the the this may or may not be uh, the twenty seventh episode. I haven't decided on that, or if I just want to keep the collection together. I think I might be just keeping the collection together. But this will be the twenty eighth episode. Oh boy! Which means, uh, when did you first go into the brothel system? Uh, two thousand three. Age. Oh, at age twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. So we missed you by one show. Sorry, Jim. Well, that's okay. Didn't mean to get that on. But before we get into that, we do have a couple of things we'd like to tell you. Absolutely, we are not here to endorse. Not at all. We do not work for. Clearly not. We're not here to promote. Nope. We are not sending you to. No. Oh no 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 no. Mm-mm, no no. We are here to uh, educate, inform, and entertain. That is it. That is it. Until somebody gives us money to do otherwise. That's right. And then. Even that's negotiable. Absolutely. All right. So here's an episode that's really going to boost the hell out of your ego. Well, um, I don't know about that, but it's certainly one that uh, it's certainly one. And we should explain that the only reason you are aware of any of this at all uh, is because of our affiliation with pro wrestling. Yes, this is going to be very, very revealing. And the fact that you have crowned yourself this. No, I didn't crown myself and this. Then that's, that's just it. Well, then 
then you're going to have to explain it to us. Okay, so... Um, for, Hang on, let's give the setup first. Yeah, so for years, I have walked around in the pro wrestling circuit, and, and I my character is known as the King of Las Vegas. And as part of that, um, at one point or another, somebody had heard the story of my adventure in Vegas and said to me, wait, you have a belt? Why don't you use this? It then entered pro wrestling that I was the brothel champion, and it sort of took on a life of its own within the the uh the wrestling business now i don't really carry it around much anymore and that that has that has subsided especially since i'm now a manager and i'm not in the ring as much anymore but what most people didn't know is that this actually has a an actual real background so where everything mostly in wrestling has come up with in a storyline basis or whatever, this actually came from my real life. And people were like, well, why in the world would you get that belt for that? And it's like, well, I didn't get it for that reason. And people would sometimes ask questions and then sometimes they would say, you know what? I'm better off not knowing. But you have decided today <laughs> that you wish to know the reason for this. Well, you have to admit, of all the people that you know... Yes. In, in uh, past, present, and possibly in the future. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you know me best for going up to a giant rock, kicking it over, and yeah. seeing how many worms and bugs and whatnot I can find. Well, you're going to love this story. Uh, yeah, and, and, and sometimes I am afraid of what I might find. Sometimes I am not afraid of what I might find. But I am going to take notes because there's going to be some statistics that we are going to delve okay. into. Okay. So going back in time, uh, long about my second trip. Oh, before we get into this, we should make reference that Jim is the brothel champion. I am. I am. Have 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 we we told the audience that? I th I think we have. Okay. Okay. And I wanted to know what the how how the belt was created, how it was won, so to speak. Yes, this is okay. th this was the context of the question, okay. and then there's something tells me we we're going to go way off topic. Not really, okay. not really. Uh, I have to give just a little bit of backstory. Yes. So uh, somewhere between my second and third trip, uh, I met a, a working girl out there who went by the name Lily. Oh. And uh, she was a, a very uh, beautiful Puerto Rican girl. And she and I really just had a lot of fun together. We really, we really gelled well together. And we really had, and I started to regular with her, meaning that anytime I would go out there, I went to see her. I wasn't really interested in seeing anybody else uh, because we had a great rapport and we had a great time together. You had a nice connection. We did. We did. And an understanding, which is huge. Yes. So uh, we're talking three, maybe four trips into this relationship that we had, so to speak. Um, some of us are sitting in the bar. She is with us. And we're all joking around. And I do not know, and I do not recall how this conversation comes up uh, where somebody is where somebody is talking about stamina or male stamina. Okay. And uh, some of the guys are saying back and forth, you know, this, that, or the other. And I looked at them and I said, you know what? You're all a bunch of pussies. And they're all looking at me and they're like, what are you talking about? And I said, I see no reason to stop after the first round. You just keep going. And maybe after the third, fourth, or fifth one, you can take a break. And, of course, they're all giving me shit. They're all like, yeah, right, you're a liar. You know, this is all crap or whatever else. And one of my friends says, well, okay, big guy, how many times have you gone in a row, let's say? And I said, my personal best was 13. Hmm. 
And these guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. Now, I should point out, I'm in my late 20s at this point. This is not exactly a conversation that you typically have with everybody. Yeah, why does... why? It, so it, it is this, so weird to me that guys want to know... It's in this environment. It, it, it's because of the environment you're in, right? How many rounds can you go before you tap out? Right. So now, at this point, these guys are looking at me and their mouths are agape. And I'm like, what, you don't do that? Because I had no idea this wasn't normal. I don't know. No idea. Like you, I'm thinking, you do realize nobody can see us looking at each right. other the well, way no, we're looking but at each other. Give a pause for you know a dramatic effect. I had no idea this was this wasn't normal at the time, and at this point, these guys are like, "You're full of shit." There's no way you're doing. It. And all of a sudden, Lily speaks up and says, "I don't know what you're talking about. You've never done that with me." And I turned to her because, of course, the guys are going, "Ah, oh, see, you know, you dropped a dime on you there." And I said. Of course I haven't done that with you. I couldn't afford to do that with you. That's a very reasonable point. At which point the guys now, oh, you know, mm -hmm. now it's a thing. Now, if you know anything about Latin women. I Not only okay. do I know something about Latin women, I also know something about a bunch of dudes. Yeah, you know that at this point, what I have said. You are just not, not only have you thrown gasoline on the fire. Uh, absolutely. I have, but, I have unwittingly. Put myself in a position that I should not be in. No. Okay. And it's about an hour later. She's just sitting there fuming and I can see it. And finally she looks at me and says, tomorrow night, tomorrow night, I'm going to prove you're a liar. Ouch. And I said, no, you're not. I said, cause I'm telling you, I can't afford it. And she says, I'm telling you, you can afford it because I don't believe you. And I'm going to prove to all of them that you're a liar. Wow. And these, and it gets dead quiet at this table i mean everyone's like is this is this gonna and they, the guys start the guys start marking out if i could use a wrestling term i mean they, they're they're wondering is this gonna happen mm. and i'm like fine you're on did they come back too to watch was Let's, it was it an arena no, no but or, like, or were you out no there? but but Did you there, both come in from the entrance way no but there there is we'll get there okay, oh, okay. so the following day comes and it is now officially time. She and I go back. Now, have and, you been drinking water? Did you do a couple oh, of laps up the stairs? There, there, there may have been the music from what the hell, uh, Rocky. The Rocky, yeah, you know, we might have. No, <laughs> did you eat a big breakfast? I, I may have had a nice hearty meal to okay. prepare myself. You know, <laughs> so so you made sure you got your calories before Absolute, you went. I had my Wheaties, oh, so okay. to speak. Yes. Uh, we go back to the room and uh, we proceed to have a really, really good time. Okay. Now, at some point in the process here, she wants to take a break. And I suppose this is somewhere around the six or seven mark. Now, in order to be accurate, she has created a place where the used prophylactics are being placed in order to keep count. All right, you okay. know what adults do? Adults do. Adults do. Okay, <laughs> I told you this. We were about to we we're yeah. about to lose that rating as the cleanest yeah. sex show right now. Well, no, so, no, no, because we haven't we haven't given details and descriptions. Well, no, you've I'm trying. Party? Yes, I'm you've trying to a, keep it as clean as possible. You, you've had a good time six or seven times right, right now. So at this point, she says, I got an idea. Let's take a break. Let's get in the hot tub, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, she's getting tired. You know, but I'm like, okay, that's fine. So at this point, she says, look, I'm going to go to the bar and get us a couple drinks and some towels. 
for the hot tub, and I'll be right back. So she leaves the room. She's gone maybe five, ten minutes. She's right? already made a conscious decision that this is not turning out the way she wanted it to. Correct. So uh, when she comes back, now I should I have to pause the story. We'll leave our hero in the room. Okay. She goes out to the bar. One of my buddies is sitting there, and he sees her go to the bar. She gets the drinks. She's in a robe, so she has the drinks, like four towels. And, you know, Lily might be five feet tall on a good day, you know, and she's trying to juggle all this stuff. And he says, do you need help? And she says, yes, actually, and dumps everything into his hands. (laughs) So now he's following her back the hallway. Now, keep in mind, I'm in the room, buck ass naked. I didn't. I, we didn't need to hear that part. Oh, yes, we did. We, you were you were undressed and unkempt. Sure, we'll go with that. You uh, were air drying. The door opens. I'm assuming it's her and go to meet her because I figure she's going to need someone to help her with these items. But it is not her that I met. Oh. It is my buddy who is like, oh, my God, cover yourself. At which point I... <laughs> I grab for the robe that he is holding and pull by pulling the the tie. Unfortunately, the tie was not connected to the robe, and the tie is all I got. Well, that wasn't (laughs) going to be enough to cover me, unfortunately, at which point he just dumps the things and turns his head to avert his eyes. And unfortunately, what he turns into is the prophylactics right there in front of him. And he's like... Oh my God! And he's like, "What is wrong with you?" And at that point, he's well, that's in, what we're all trying to figure well, out. You're out, now. right? And at this point, he decides to leave. But before he leaves, he he gets two steps, stops, turns around with his phone, and takes a picture of the rubbers laying there, and then walks out. Uh, you know some very interesting people, my friend. Well, he had to go take the proof because no one was going to believe this. Yeah. You know. So at this point, before we get go, uh, we get going with the rest of your your, your story because I assume that this is halftime. Um, a price was quoted to you. I will never give you the price of what this party cost. Okay, I will tell you it was way, way, way under what it should have been. Okay, she wanted to do this okay okay right. that's what i'm gonna we get we needed to. to put that all right let's just put that out there this would have been thousands okay. for somebody else without a doubt so so what you got was the friends and family benefit i this uh, <laughs> to say the least no i think i got the i'm gonna prove him wrong and i don't care what it costs me damn it is what i got you know she she was convinced <laughs> She was convinced she was going to walk out of that room saying he couldn't keep up. So you were having an int- in an industry competition. Sort of, so to speak. Let's go with right? industry competition. We will go with that. That was uh, uh, paid for and uh-huh. it, it yeah. was, okay. So at, this, so at this point, we go to the hot tub and you know, we fool around a little bit. And we finally, we come back to the room. After round eight. Okay. Uh, she is like, oh my God, I can barely move. And I said, I'm sorry, are you tapping out? And she said, no, 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 I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And I said, well, let's, let's go again then. And she's laying there and she's like, I, I don't think, I, I don't think I said, you're tapping out, aren't you? 
And she looked at me and has this incredibly incredulous look. Yes. Yes. Okay. You won. I'm tapping out. Oh, my God. So she was defiant. Yes. But she she was defiant in loss. Uh. But she lost. Right. And I said, okay, that's fine. So we laughed. We we cleaned up or whatever. I go back to the bar victorious. But by this time, the guys have all gone back to the hotel room and gone to sleep. So I can't immediately, you know, celebrate my victory. You 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 you, you can't relish in your <laughs> No, because there's nobody left in the bar. It's like it's like four in the morning, you know. So at this point, I go back to the hotel room and I pass out for what I think are obvious reasons. Um, 11 o'clock is checkout the next day because I was headed home the next day. So you, you, you went to you were there at four. You got back to the hotel at five, had to check out at 11. You're, so, so here. Yeah. So needless to say, I was late checking out. Mm. Right. It's now noon. I am rushing to you know get packed, get to the get to the office. I walk into the office, and there are two women behind the desk. And I said, "I am so sorry. I know I'm late checking out. I apologize. It was a really late light late night last night." And as I'm saying this, I'm kind of moving luggage, so I'm looking at what I'm doing and not paying attention to the women behind the counter. Mm-hmm. Right? As I raise my head and lock eyes, the two women are behind the desk and they've got the both have these shit-eating grins on their face. And this is when I learned that there's no vine like the hoe vine. Hmm. Because by this time in the morning, everyone knows. It is not a secret any longer. It wasn't just between this group. Everybody knows. And this shift manager looks at me and says, oh, we knew you were going to be late. We were taking bets. We thought you might have died. How did they find out? Who knows? Because I'm telling you, <laughs> Lily went back to the room and went back, to, went to sleep. All right, so they didn't find out from her. Mm. But I mean, they were like, "Dude, like, now, damn." Uh, w- w- did you go to Ve- the hotel in Vegas? No, 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 no. There was at Sherry's. There is a hotel complex. Oh, oh, that's where. So you I'm literally at. there. Oh, okay. All right. So at this point, I am like standing there in shock that anybody knows. And, and the woman checking me out, she's like, dude, you're that that's that's something that that's really, really something. And I'm like, yeah, uh, thanks. So uh, I check out. I, Why are you being all bashful? Because I wasn't expecting this to go everywhere. What did you think time. was going to happen? I assumed she would know. My friends would know. And that was going to be the end of it. And now now our listeners. Well, know. and you're about to understand why at this point it's no why hide it anymore. Yeah. You know, so I go into the bar. One of the girls... It's a little early to be drinking after your experience. Well, well, one of the girls is in the bar, and she looks like 10 miles of bad road. Ouch. And, I mean, she is there practically falling asleep at the table. And I looked at her, and I said, ooh, I said, it looks like you had a rough night. And she says, you have no idea. She says, I don't know who Lily had in her room last night, but it was all night long <laughs> over and over and over and she said it was ridiculous there must have been an army in there and i said no that wasn't an army that was just me and she looks at me oh my god what is wrong with you i'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry you kept me awake you know so at this point and, and now the guys come into the bar and they're told lily comes in and has to admit that she lost mm. they're all laughing it's a big joke i'm the champion 
And this is how it gets said to me. Uh, I'm the champion. Okay. okay. So I leave and come home. This was a very short trip, that trip. it was I was only there like four days. Um, and about a year later, I went back out. Well, the house knew the next morning. By the time I go back out, everybody knew. And when I say everybody, I mean like it didn't matter where we went. It was, oh, you're the one that was with the girl at Sherry's. I want a shot at the title. And this is what all the girls start saying. And the guys start elbowing me and all this other shit. And it continues. And every once in a while, I'd say, all right, you want a shot at the title? Let's take a shot. And they'd tap out. Hmm. And so by the next trip, I thought to myself, if there's going to be, I need a belt. Yeah. So I bought one. As a gag, <laughs> I had this, this belt in the brothel championship. And I took it with me specifically so that when the guys said the champ is here, I could pull the damn thing out of the bag and freak them out with it. Yeah. I did. They laughed. It was a big joke. I figured it was over at that point. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. You know, then it, it, I took it with me, and then the girls would see it. The story would get told. I want a shot at the title. And this continued for years. Um, then when I got back into wrestling, this is how it came over into wrestling. And at that point, I pretty much stopped carrying it out to the houses at that point. Yeah, when did but, you decide to retire the championship? Um, I It pretty much got to a point, there was a break in the action of about two years. And it was at a very odd time when a lot of the girls who knew who I was or whatever sort of retired. Okay. And when that happened, I sort of thought... Eh, there was no, and actually, and actually, and Lily retired. Uh, and when she went away, to me, there was no point in keeping it because part of the whole gag was me looking at her saying, "You want another shot?" You know, that was the, that was the thing. And then she'd lie and say she won, and I'd say, "No, you didn't. You know, you tapped out." And it was a big joke because that that that's kind of like you know, in, in that kind of culture, it's nice to have something to laugh at or mm -hmm. something. Well, not laugh at, but something you know that's that's communal that everybody's like you know in on the joke, yeah, or in on the gag. And it, the odd thing is, at the time when I came out that next morning and the women behind it, I was legitimately embarrassed. And, and sort of like when that girl said, that, I was like, I'm sorry, that was me. You know, like I was really it wasn't something I thought would get around or whatever. But now pushing 50. And let's be honest, at 47, I don't think I would be able to hold on to that championship. Well, that's quite why I like was asking anymore, about, you know, it's like that's, it seems like you retired it at the right time. I, and you absolutely. Were, went out as the champion. You you went out as the champion uh, and, 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 and everybody had fun and a good time while you were. Champion. Sure. You know, it was a good time and, and girls it, made some money and, you know, it, it was wasn't a, something that you were using to. Well, I'm sure you did it to boost your ego because, you know, that's who we are. I mean, I mean, I was more than happy to allow it to do that. Yes. Yes. yes but the, you weren't doing it to be malicious or. Mean no, or crude. no, certainly not. And it, it wasn't to be crude. It wasn't to be. It was. It was a gag. We was, all had a good time with it. It was fun for you and the women in the houses to. Sure, go, it ah! was. It was. It was when the girls stopped knowing the story. When the story didn't get around yeah. anymore, that there was no point in taking it. I didn't want to have to explain it, and it seemed ridiculous well, at that point. Yeah. So it, and things like that, you know, do need to be phased out. I mean, it. It, it, it is very kind of. It's almost adolescent. Right. Like, of course it is. Yeah, We're men. That's, yeah. that's the whole and, point. And if you don't know the joke or you're not in on the gag, it does seem... Now, I still tell the boys, you know, we always joke around. I was like, yep, still, and still. And still. Well, yeah, when I come back from Vegas, the people look at me, 
huh? Ah, and still. And then, and then that's the gag, meaning that yeah, I went out and had a good time, yeah, and yeah. you know, and, and that's that's perfectly fine. But yeah. you know, I also understand, and hopefully the audience also understands that you know things like, or uh, as far as the brothel championship goes, it was you know a good idea to phase it out sure because yeah you because know, the, you didn't want anyone to look at it. once it got to the point where the the mystique around yeah. the actual story was no longer around and like you said everybody retired yeah you didn't want girls looking at it going who the fuck is this weirdo yeah you know you didn't want that and you make them and feel so, awkward yeah so or it, intimidated because they don't know you absolutely so that's when it had to kind of go away no. you know but you know it had a good few year run there you know mm. what i mean and it was a lot of fun and it was a big joke and everyone laughed and had a good time and and that was the whole point of it and um all right it's time to get to some brass tacks okay if, okay if you will we're gonna all get right. some brass tacks i need to i need to figure this out um statistically speaking yeah how many encounters did you have oh my god i don't know you mean where i defended it Yes. Is that what you're asking? I don't know. Okay. I don't or, know. or not defend it, but how many times do you can you count that you went out to Vegas? Oh, oh gosh. Uh a lot. <laughs> a lot. Uh 20, 30, 40. It's somewhere between 20 and 30, I would 20 think. 20 and 30? Okay, so 20 and 30. In between 20 to 30. And all the encounters that you have had, mm -hmm. I assume um, Well, some trips keep in mind I had more than one encounter it wasn't like i went out there and only partied one time okay. sometimes i you know i went hog wild so uh, to speak. okay so let's you know what i'm feeling generous today the show's feeling generous today let's say you went 40 and oh okay okay let's just say you All went right. 40 and oh okay um in encounters okay okay, <laughs> okay. what was the average ballpark of of your encounters like when the girls tapped out uh, you're asking uh hours Oh, um, usually somewhere between that two to three hour mark is where a girl would say, I, I can't. Yeah, so, no. so two to three hours, yeah. let's say, uh, uh, cause the math is easier on this. Uh, I want to say two and a half hours. So 40 times two, 40 times two is 80. Oh, so you've got a hundred hours. Well, keep in mind that some of this was before, if you're counting all my trips and all the parties I've had and such, some of that was before the belt was around. That, still... And some of that is after I had retired the belt, too. You know, so But if you're just asking for jokes purposes, yes, that's, that's well, probably well, accurate. Well, I mean, even, even Cassius Clay like, or, or, or Muhammad Ali boxed before he won the title. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, they, yeah. They, they, it's, it's your overall professional record. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at that. Yeah. If you're asking, did I ever tap out? The answer is no. Yeah. So so you are 40 and 0 yeah. with over 100 hours of experience. And that's just there. You're not talking in my private life. And we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about your professional. Where I've never tapped out there either. We're, no, I, I don't care about that. That's your private life. You don't but, care about my private life, but this in your professional oh. career. Oh, I see. And your I professional see. career uh. in booking and flying out to have trips. Uh -huh. You are 40 and 0 with over 100 hours so to speak of yeah. street time. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a that's a number, my friend. It's it, it how does that make you feel to see that written down on paper and actually? I like... truthfully never considered it in that. You know, again, because it was just a gag, I never really put numbers to yeah. it. that's kind of uh... that's kind of why I wanted to do it, just to show you the numbers. I mean, to twenty Jesus. to thirty visits. 40, 40 fights, uh, uh, 40 completions, zero, <laughs> all won by TKO and knockout. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It is. This is getting worse by the minute. So you have minutes. Speaking of minutes, you have over a hundred hours oh, dedicated Lord. to in-ring action. Uh, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's been, I will tell you this. It's been, what's really been hysterical that's, is. That's the fun part. That's what makes it like the fact that we were able to break it down. That's funny. What's really funny is, is the boys that in wrestling, as that came back and I was using it and the guys were like, well, oh, that's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. And I'm like, sure it is. Mm -hmm. And most people don't know the story. Ah. So when the story comes out and people are like, what is wrong with you? Like, and, and I, and again, I didn't realize that it was something that was so out of the ordinary at, at that time in my life. I really didn't. Well, you and I also have a pension where, where if it's if it's normal to us, we assume it's normal we to everybody assume it's else. Normal to everybody else. Like, uh, for example, when I was telling you, yeah, stuff that I that that I know, I assume everybody else knows. Sure, because yeah. you know that's just how you view things, and mm -hmm. then you realize, oh, you don't. You didn't know that? The one thing I will say, and and because uh, I've had guys over the years, uh, the big question I get is how? You know, that's the one that's like, well, how do you do that? Like if there's some secret or another. And the answer is I don't know. No. I really don't. There was nothing before. And I'm saying this now before we start getting letters. Oh, we're right? going to get letters. I, I, I do not know. I, I it was just I was always like that. It it was it was just something I can tell you I'm not so much like that anymore. You know, three or four rounds, Jim's good for the night, believe me. You know, it's it's I don't I, I, I again, you know how I am about talking about yeah. my intimate nature. Well the only reason I'm mentioning is because we're this far into yeah, we're yeah, this far yeah. into it at this point. What the hell do I have to hide? But I will say, you know, age plays a huge difference. You know, well, and, yeah. and I will tell you that um, without getting into detail, I will tell you that in your private life, um, there are any number of women who will say, can you knock it, knock it off? Yeah. You know, knock it. And which is why I was so embarrassed about it at the time was because any of the feedback I'd ever received from it beforehand had been negative feedback hmm. where it was, can you go away now? Like, can you? Go over there, mm. you know. And at the time, I never understood because I did, again, I didn't think it was strange. But it, for somebody who had been with somebody who wasn't like that to all of a sudden be in that scenario, I can imagine it for the young women I was with. That was like, what the hell? I can't get this guy to, you know, stop. stop. Yeah, <laughs> that they're like, like, what is going on? So um, the one thing about it, uh, from a from a very serious point of view, is it gave me a, a, a huge understanding of what was happening in my personal life. Yeah. Uh, because, because now the realization that, oh, this isn't supposed to work this way, mm. made me understand that I've got to alter who 
you know, the way I was in my personal life in order to make sure that I'm not making somebody feel uncomfortable. Yeah, you know, I could see how that could happen. You see what I mean? Yeah. So so in a lot of ways, as much as I joke about it and as, and as much fun as, as the story is, it actually ended up, ended up having a very serious component in that it helped me to understand. Well, it helped you uh, adjust your ethics and morals and how you were perceiving the nature sure. instead of going, oh, you mean you just don't spray everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. I am. I, I mark my territory well. I yeah. suppose, and and, and 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 I'm sure it means for a much more um, meaningful and intimate time, knowing that there isn't that boundary. Absolutely, absolutely. I I will say that um, in the end, if you would ask me, would I go back to that stamina now that that as I've reached older that it's not there? The answer is no. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all. I I, I am much happier this way than i was the first way well then there you go and if you want to ask jim more about uh about how he was this way and the other way you can definitely get a hold of us in a very very interesting way it's called the internet indeed i don't know if you've heard of it or not i have yes there are things called email and you can get on the emails and you can drop us a line if you has email well why do we have an email address we do oh Yes, it's behind the red light seven zero two at the gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. That's right, behind the red light seven zero two at gmail dot com. Go ahead, drop us a line. We'll uh, read your letter, see what we got going on. Possibly read it on the uh, uh, on the show if you want to be discreet about it. Cool. If you don't want to be discreet about it, we get that too. We'll go ahead, give your feedback, uh, give our honest opinion because that's all we really have at mm-hmm. this point. Because you know. That's who we are. And uh, if you want to be a little bit more open, if you want to have a community, I hear communities are great these days. Indeed. Uh, Jim will tell you how you can be part of that. Well, you can do it on Facebook by finding us at Behind the Red Light. Uh, By all means, like us, add us, follow us, engage in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, and there you go. So I, I think with that, I think we've reached the end of the show. Yeah, we did. Uh, next week, we will get into something a little bit more interesting and in-depth because uh, the, the, the tone of the show definitely has changed since the first time we started sitting down and doing this. Uh, well, yeah, we've, we've, we've got more comfortable, and now we're doing all sorts of things. And, uh, and we're going to get into some, some pretty deep discussions here going forward and, and and we'll always keep some light stuff in there oh, too well, well yeah it's it, it's key, it's trying to find that balance of light and deep where we're at it is I, and I, I, because i had a and before we go just because we had a, a conversation that was about lily and she was such a very very special part of my experience and in a lot of ways my life i just want to say that if she happens to hear this lily thinking about you still care about you and i hope you're having a great life Yes, so am I. Actually, we we hope everybody who's in that profession is having a great life and doing what they want to do. Absolutely. And if you get out of that life, uh, right on, get out of that life. The thing that that I have noticed in these conversations is how much self-respect these ladies have for themselves. As they should. And they should. As they should. nobody should feel down and out uh, based on the profession that they have chosen. I agree. So... Uh, with that, we respect each and every one of our listeners. We hope the best for you, and I guess we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.